What's going on, everybody? This is Tejo, head of content here at 343 Labs. Welcome to our first podcast episode. So we're going to be putting out these podcasts, having conversations with the founders, Max and Najo, hopefully some of the instructors and just members of our community here at 343 Labs. If you don't know, 343 Labs is a school in downtown Manhattan. It's an electronic music school. We teach all sorts of things like Ableton Live, Logic, Synthesis for music producers, songwriting theory, all of it. And it's a really great community, and we want to kind of tell those stories. So that's the purpose of this podcast. In this first episode, I'm talking with the founders, Max and Nacho, about how they came to start an electronic music school. And it's actually a really funny story about how they met at Burning Man. Then we get into sort of a deeper conversation about music education and why a four-year degree might not necessarily be the pathway going forward when you have more specialized programs like this one. Hope you enjoy this first podcast episode. Give it a listen. Sinatra, say hi. What's up? Hey. Hey, Tetra. Uh, what's going on? I'm so interested in like a little bit of, like your guys' background and your story and how you even like got here today. So where does this all come from? Electronic Music School here in New York. Maybe like Max, you can start because I know you were previously involved in like electronic music community here in New York. What is it all about? Yeah, sure. So, um, I mean, I guess it was all born from, uh, well, Dubspot which I was a teacher at, um, well, for those of you that don't know, Dubspot was like one of the biggest electronic music schools in New York City and probably even the world at some point. Um, this like amazing community of um, students, teachers, artists, producers, um, really buzzing um, on 14th Street in New York. Um, What's crazy is like when I was in high school, I used to watch Dubspot videos. Like when I was just getting into electronic music and stuff, like I was watching and learning from Dubspot videos. So Dubspot was huge. Yeah, totally. So, um, and and that's actually how I also got, uh, I was a student at Dubspot and then I became a teacher. But uh, just going back to um, like how Nacho and I met. Um, so I was, so Dubspot closed like a year and a half ago um, in April 20, almost two years ago, 2017. And um, I wanted to rebuild that community and, and amazing vibe um, and and kind of bring that community back together. And so I, uh, together with some of my colleagues um, that were teaching at, at Dubspot, we, 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 we were trying to think of ways to do that. I then met Ma- met Nacho, and it's kind of a funny story. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if, should, should I tell it? Yeah, you should definitely tell it. Definitely tell it. Yeah. Well, okay, so uh, maybe Nacho should tell it. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Let's okay, hear it from Nacho's okay. perspective. Well, I was the one searching, yeah? You were the uh, one searching. So, yeah, I was. Uh, one of the things I've always done is organizing parties. So, I was looking for. I run a Burning Man camp uh, called Floasis. Naturally, of uh, course. Of course. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> so, I was looking for musicians to play while um, I was DJing. You know, like make it a special set, and we throw this amazing Tuesday party where we have all our friends come around, and you know, it's bring all the community. And I was looking for someone to play, and then I bumped into this saxophone player. Interesting. On Facebook. Yeah, creepy guy <laughs> <laughs> looking for friends, and hey, I'm gonna go to Burning Man. I'm gonna break my saxophone. Oh. Uh, like. All right, let me just back up. So I, it was my first time at Burning Man, and I was like, I didn't know anyone. I didn't really have a camp that I knew. And I was like, what's the best way to meet people? Oh, 
and you know it's the whole gifting community so i thought i'll gift my my saxophone playing so let me bring my sax i bought this like really cheap sax on ebay because i didn't want to like bring my nice sax because i knew it was going to get sandblasted yeah uh and then i posted on the facebook burner page i was like does anyone want a saxophone to to play along to anything and I got like a hundred responses Whoa. within like a few hours. Saxophone players in high demand at Burning Man. It yes. seems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Wait. one of them, one of them was Nacho. So. So yeah. So the way we met is basically, I told him, hey, like we're gonna throw this amazing party. Like come to Floasis, and and then one day, just this guy walks into, you know, my camp or our camp, and with a saxophone, and it's. You know, one hour before we started to play, and I'm like, hey, like, I'm Max, I'm looking for Nacho, so, yeah, <laughs> so I come out, like, I just meet him, and... You know, now, are you in, like, a full Burning Man, like, costume? Oh, like, well, do you have yeah, goggles yeah. and a top hat oh, or yeah, something yeah. crazy I like think, that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Max had, like, a net shirt. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, that's just like standard that. attire yeah, for yeah, a saxophone yeah, player. Exactly. So, well, I thought I had to dress it appropriately, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't want to so, stand out. So, and then he just walks in and, you know, we meet there and then we play like this amazing party where at one point I'm like DJing and in front of me is Max with the saxophone. To my right there's like this guy, my friend Caleb playing the drums. And then to the left, there's like someone with a synthesizer and like using Ableton in the middle of the desert. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. That's so, magic. Yeah, yeah. So that's how we met. And then... Yeah, and then we became friends, and uh, you know, Max shared with me this like, I guess there in like one of the deep conversations, like this dream he had of like reviving uh, Dashford and bringing back that idea to life and redoing it in New York, and I thought, wow, this is really cool. So we, you know, we met back in New York. And you were already based in New York at the time? Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, As you can tell by my beautiful English accent, I'm not from here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Spain, I'm from Barcelona, but yeah, I was I was living here already. And then, you know, and I had um, DJ for like, you know, DJ since I was 16. Uh, so I've always, you know, music is my passion. So when he shared like this project and me being like always looking for like entrepreneur ideas and you know i thought this was like a really cool idea so that's how it all started that's right? crazy it all started at burning man yeah that's right that's amazing yeah that's a really cool networking story <laughs> so like you guys get this amazing spot like on canal street in new york and <laughs> like what's the philosophy behind it like what's the idea um it's it's like a music school right so electronic music but it seems like the vibe when you come in here is much more like being like an artist hub is that sort of like the philosophy uh sure i mean you know again it goes back to the the dub spot story where you know dub spot also was more than just a school and was a community and was a vibe and that's what we're trying to do here so it's not just about learning uh software or learning music production or learning um something in the classroom but everything that happens outside of the classroom so everything from the networking to the you know the people that you meet to the master classes the events uh we also host the ableton user group that once a month we do uh we do uh, s uh shows with so far sounds where we put on concerts 
Uh, we do a bi-monthly masterclass series. All our students get um, lifetime access to all our masterclasses. After they graduate, they can always come back. We've got a co-working music space where they can hang out and, and collaborate and work on music. So the, the idea really is that um, oh, we also give them opportunities outside of... Um, Inacho is, you know, he's a DJ and has a lot of um, contacts in the music, like DJ community. So uh, we also try to position our students, give them career opportunities after they graduate. And, and I think when, you know, when we were thinking about, you know, dreaming about how did we want, how do we want three four three labs to look, we were looking for spaces. And one of the things that we really wanted is we knew the school was the beginning and like the core of what we were going to do at, you know, to start with, but we wanted a space where we could have like people hanging out and like talking about music and like and have a beautiful lobby where like people just like, it's inviting for people to come here and, you know, talk about music and have our teachers do master classes. And then we found this ami amazing space that on top of that had this beautiful rooftop in the middle of of you know Soho in New York which is like so unique and we we thought about wow like you know when this terrible weather goes away yeah. uh, it's February well, sorry March now so uh, we can do events up there we can do concerts we can have our students perform and you know and like work on their life we can just like do gatherings we can you know, now we're saying like we're doing so far sounds like concerts there. So it was just like there's the classroom, but there's so much around it. And yeah. we've talked about this idea with you that about the music accelerator and this idea that we help people, you know, they get their skills in the school. But then how complicated is the music industry? Right. How do we help them like release their music? How do we help them go out there and perform collaborate with other people you know even like licensing in the future so we have like this this vision for 343 labs that it's a lot more than just the school that the school and obviously like building the skills and like knowing how to make music and like having a process is amazing but then there's so much more beyond that that you know that was like kind of our vision and that's what we looked in the space and I think we found it, so you know we're super excited to be here. And no one like really nails that. It seems it seems like so many schools or places with a similar mission really focus on like technical skill and ability. Like, do you guys like feel the same way? Like, it feels like this is part school, but also just part community center for a specific niche audience, like in electronic and music production. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's just. Um, I mean, to us, it's a no-brainer, um, but. I mean, I can't speak about other schools. I think maybe they, there. of course, there are schools out there that, you know, focus on just the classroom and just the technical for us. It's, you know, education it, um, goes beyond the classroom, and I think you learn just as much. Or You think it has to do with you guys being more art-centered rather than business-centered or, like, education-strictly-centered? Like, you guys are, like, in it, like, doing it but you guys are so tied to the community. It's not like you guys are from the education space specifically or from the business space. Like you guys came from the love of the art form. Right, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I've been teaching for a long time. Nacho has been DJing for a long time. 
we're both, and I guess. And you're a musician, so. And I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a musician. I've been a musician all my life. Um, so I guess I'm not really coming fr to it from the business side, although, we, you know, we're both running this business, so we have to think about the business, but that's not our, that's not where we're coming from. And um, I think if you're, if you're kind of honest and, and, um, and um, true to that, true to your real intentions, then you'll you can create something that is uh, that is honest and not and not kind kind of something that not like selling something yeah it's not yeah. like you're selling something is it like is it strange like look around and see like other because nobody nails this like electronic music education in my opinion and you have like berkeley online you can take classes with and it's very academic or like different but it's never like made its way into like proper higher education it's always mostly been like schools outside like little private schools or places like 343 labs where people go why do you think that electronic music hasn't made its way like if you go to music school now you basically can either study classical or jazz and maybe you get lucky and there's some contemporary places but why do you think like there's such a blind spot for electronic music well, I think there's a, there are s schools and universities uh, that offering and degree programs out there that are offering electronic music, but you know the thing is that if they're offering degrees, they often have to offer it as part of other sub core right. subjects. They can never go like fully a hundred percent in. Yeah, you know that's 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 really hard to do, and and um, then the other thing is that the music technology is just changing so quickly that by the time. Um, you know, an institution which moves much, much more slowly than someone like we can move in terms of uh, catching up to technology and being on the cutting edge of technology, that's very hard to do as a big institution. And I think that's maybe one of the reasons why we're able to do what we do and why I think it's important to also not grow too fast, too quickly and, and try to, I mean, it's always a trade-off, right? Um, but I think, I mean... And, and, I, and I think there's also you know, time and, you know, and electronic music is still some new. Way yeah, new in some way. Yeah, exactly. as long as it's been around, you know. Yeah, you know, obviously you had like, you know, Detroit Techno in the 90s. And but if you think about the US and how, you know, electronic music has developed here, it's still pretty recent. Yeah, a lot of it is linked to the, you know, the EDM boom, you know, the beginning, you know, what was it, like 2010, 2011, yeah, something yeah. like that. So so still pretty recent and i think we we are all trying to find like what's the you know what's the right way of doing it and i think one of the things that we are really proud and really happy and something that that we knew was uh you know we had like a really good foundation was that the teachers we have are people that you know they've been teaching electronic music since teaching electronic music started right. so they've you know they thought about this they've like gone you know the curriculum has been thought through they've been like thinking out what's the best way of teaching you know we're we're now redesigning our classes like our class and how do we how do we do the setup and and you know we have teachers that are thinking okay oh maybe i want to do it this way or maybe so so we we think that you know we're really lucky that the you know the pool of teachers we have are people that are really thinking about what's the best way of like teaching electronic music so that's that's something that we're really proud of i think like knowing who most of the teachers are like they're being electronic musicians i think there's something inherently about electronic music that 
you're in the mindset of you have to keep growing with it because it changes so rapidly and because the technology is evolving so rapidly like just part of your job as an electronic musician is keeping up and like staying on top of your craft i guess would you say that because you're a sax player max would you say that's like different from that world because you do like both like saxophone like hasn't changed much am i like ignorant in saying that like no, that's i mean that's true i mean look uh, classical music has been around for for centuries and and i think and then we, we go fast forward to when jazz was born maybe at the uh at the end of the 19th early 20th century um and when those art forms were born there also wasn't much in the way of like uh, formal training but now hundreds of years it's taken that long for it to become formalized in in uh in an educational standard um and i think maybe in a in a couple decades or something like that um electronic music will become more formalized and more institutionalized but now um yeah compared to classical music uh, it's still kind of this this like very malleable fluid thing what that we're still trying to figure out which makes it so exciting to teach yeah and i think there's also a component of you know obviously this is a you know an art and there's a creative process and it works differently for different people right so creating classes and you know tailoring it to like a group of people it also you, we're trying to find that soft, po- soft spot of like okay how much is like in each of you and your talent and and then how much is it like teaching so you know we try for example one of the things we always say is like the we are completely general agnostic yeah if like if you're a hip-hop producer or you're like a house producer or like a you know techno or like new wave whatever this is like you're welcome into our class and the teachers are there to like help you with the skills the techniques and the process but there's a lot of it that it's just like facilitating your creativity and like how do you make music so finding that thrift spot with like different people and how different people make music it's that's why like it's also you know that's what you try to find when you create the, the classes right? yeah how do you guys balance that like as a school like how do you make sure that like sure the doors are open to anybody no matter if you're a hip-hop producer techno edm whatever how do you guys balance that like that must be an incredible challenge well i think yeah i mean i think that's just one of the one of the skills that it, any good teacher should have and being able to separate technique from genre mm. and being able to teach um being knowledgeable of all genres and seeing seeing the differences and seeing the similarities but um at the end of the day music is music and um making music is making music and it doesn't matter what you know what genre you are uh, making so yeah you know i like to think that all all the instructors here are you know amazing musicians that know how to do that and can kind of teach um each student the kind of music uh, give them first of all give them the tools they need to make this kind of music they want to make but um, kind of be neutral at, on one side but also be able to hone in on or give give very um, uh, advice that is very genre specific if the student needs it yeah do you guys feel like an obligation or a need to sort of legitimize 
either the field or just like teaching this art form? Because I can imagine, well, if you have like adult students coming in, which you have a lot of, they come in, they see the space, they're immediately like they're one over and they want to take classes here. But I can imagine for like a kid, like, you know, a lot of parents will push teens or like college age kids to like go to a traditional like four year school, go to a real music school. Um, But a lot of kids aren't able to find like what they can learn here at one of those places or like really focus on it there do you feel like a need to to legitimize yourself so that kids or parents in general feel confident saying like yeah go to 343 labs and learn that particular craft and you'll come away with something like is that part of the mission here well i I mean again i i think i think it's important to educate parents and and also educate our audience and 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 let them know what they're getting uh, and be very transparent about what they're getting, and I think they're getting a great, uh, if you want to call it, an experience or product. I think you just walk away with with skill set, and a lot of parents want people to walk, want kids to walk away with degrees. You yeah. know, like. But you know what? I to be honest, I mean, I don't know how you feel, Nacho, but you know, the this world is changing so quickly. Also, with the four year programs, I don't think, I think, that in, in a few decades, we will move. We'll will we'll have moved beyond the four-year model and even now everyone is going to kind of trade schools or or finding education that focuses completely on just learning one skill that they can immediately apply so you'll you'll find three-month or six-month programs or one-year programs but you you wouldn't necessarily be enrolling in a um a full four-year program and i think the degree in itself is kind of redundant especially as a musician i mean who's going to sure. check he's going to check to see if uh you know if, uh someone has a music degree when they're producing hit records yeah, yeah, like we're, we're, yeah we're very honest with our students like whether they're kids or adults uh you know if what you're looking for is being a sound engineer you know three four three labs we're it's not a sound engineering school right and and i think we we you know, we're very clear with what our programs are and, you know, they're based on like music production and we have like, you know, our master program that takes you like from an end to end from I know nothing about Ableton to I can make my own tracks, I can mix them and, you know, I can release the tracks. So we, that's, you know, that's what we're there for. I think there's, you know, there's different programs for different people. We are, you know, we... I refer a lot of times to like General Assembly and how like people go there for coding, for example, for, you know, when people in the past used to go to, you know, maybe do like IT school for like four years and now people go to General Assembly for three or six months and they do UX training and then yeah. they come out and they go directly into companies. Because so they can show the skills yeah, exa- that they took exactly. away. So I think, I think what Max was saying, there's like, the education model is changing so much from traditional schools where you know sometimes kids go there and like 80 percent of what they do they're like what am i doing here? exactly like, this is not what yeah. so so that was what that's what we're trying to do here just tailor to people that what they want to do it's make music perform music and you know and we think we give them the skills and you know and and the process to do that yeah 
it's almost like a holistic approach like you're looking at the person the artist as a whole and like how do we shape them and you like get that attention here versus i mean we talked about institutions like moving really slow like colleges universities whatever and here you can really like focus in and like give some personal attention to the students like i think that's super dope i think we're just we're kind of riding off this energy that we we still have in this community in this in this new york electronic music community and we're just really excited to be here and to be able to do this and and we 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 get the response from our students we've already had a number of graduates that are really excited to be a part of the community and a number of students that are taking our emp master course which is the full course of uh, all the classes that we teach um everyone's been really positive and i think that's what makes um gives us back it tells us that we're doing something something right um and i think we just want to keep doing what we're doing and, and see where it takes us i don't think we have i mean we, you know we have a couple uh ideas of where this could go but at the end of the day we're just like riding this wave and 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 uh and kind of enjoying it yeah yeah i think there's like we're at this point that is really exciting right we we have our you know we work really hard in all the you know like building the company and finding the space and the curriculum and now we're we have our first students that are uh finishing their classes right and these are you know these are friends now that you know started with us almost and you see them you know they send us their trucks and you know you get a message saying like hey like you know mixing still too dumb but like check this out and you see someone that 10 weeks ago knew nothing or like where you know some of them were djs but you know they were like they didn't even know what ableton was and now right. they're like sending you a track that you're like wow i'm i've played you know i played like last friday a song from like one of our students and that's like so cool to think that someone that came here that you know you met one day in a master class and then he was like yeah i think i'm gonna do it took like the ableton beginner and now he's like putting his tracks out and this feeling that they can get home, sit in, you know, in their table, open the laptop, and they they know how to make music. And, you know, it'd be like, then there's obviously a process of, like, talent and how do you do things, but getting that skill, I think, for someone that is into music is just amazing. So I think for, for us, for me, like, facilitating that or, like, giving people that chance, it's just, like, it's really rewarding, you know, it's, it's so so super pumped yeah i i guess one one other thing or one thing we do have in mind for this school besides being here in new york is to expand to online which we're already starting to do but we want to really build that out and i think online is kind of the way of the future totally um and we want to kind of uh expand this this energy out and bring it out to the rest of the world i know that dubspot i witnessed it firsthand that you know dubspot had this incredible way of pulling in students from all over the world i was witness to that and and so i'm very confident that we can do the same and and also with this ever growing technology we can kind of find new ways hopefully of uh of teaching music i wonder like what what's the plans to translate the community virtually because a lot of like online schools it's like just download courses and things like that and that can be 
pretty impersonal like sure you get a ton of knowledge but you don't get like the see like i feel like what what i'm hearing and like what's special about 343 is like that community like you meet your classmates and your one-on-one time with the teacher like that whole thing like what's the plan to like translate that? that's what we brought you in that's, that's what i'm here for yeah that's yeah. what you're here for yeah like to help you know and completely i think it's there's now like so many tools to replicate you know online and digital world what's you know what's community and what's like engaging with people so that's what we are like really really focusing on doing making sure that someone that comes to one of our online classes that then has the the chance to connect with the people with the you know with the other students with the teacher that you know our master classes are streamed and you know we record them for people that are like in other um you know other countries with different time zones so it's that's what we're really really paying attention to build that everything that is around the class and that it's not just like someone goes online and like it's with the teacher and then goes away we want to have that community online and that's and that's why tetra is here to help us with uh (laughs) doing that you know totally Uh, and then the other thing is we really want to kind of capitalize and emphasize the quality of our teachers and um uh, put a big emphasis on uh, real-time teaching live teaching by our teachers online as well so any any um pre-recorded video content is going to be heavily subsidized with um with real-time teaching with our you know with our teaching staff um and i think that's you know that's something that we feel we we have that's one of our biggest assets is th- is that the the kind of the, the quality of our, our teachers and that's something that our students can really benefit from the mentorship of our teachers and 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 like being able to access that um is something that i don't think many places can can offer totally well guys thanks so much this is awesome it's awesome thank you so much thank you though. yeah and everyone yeah come stop by uh check three for three labs come to our space here if you're in new york 243 Canal Street, six floors. So come say hi. You check our website. Uh, yeah, we'd love to see you all here. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. 343 Labs is an electronic music school and community in downtown Manhattan. We offer courses for all levels of learning electronic music production, with course topics including Ableton Live, Logic, Synthesis for Music Producers, Songwriting and Music Theory, and more. To learn more about 343 Labs, head to 343labs.com. Make sure you subscribe to this channel for more tutorials with our instructors, master classes, and content from our electronic music community.